All right, so we are back. Uh, sorry about the break in recording. We are still learning how to use this system. So what I was saying before was that uh, sensate-focused therapy is great for people um, during treatment as well as after treatment um, to use either on their own or with their partners. Yeah, I've actually heard a lot of, you know, current and former cancer patients who have come and said that after they went through sensate focus, they discovered all kinds of new ways that they enjoyed to be touched. They enjoyed sexually, um, as well as learning about their partners. Um, instead of just being focused on that penetrative sex, their senses kind of opened up to, you know, a whole new world of sensations. Absolutely. I think you bring up a really good point, Kayla, about um, reframing what constitutes as sex for a couple. So, you know, in our society right now, especially amongst heterosexual couples, um, penetration, penile vaginal penetration is the goal. And so I think talking to people about other types of sexual activities that they can engage in um, and learning how to find those pleasurable and reframing what constitutes as sex, whether that is oral sex or an erotic massage um, or whatnot have you, things that people can do after cancer if they no longer can get an erection or if they have pain with penetration. Um, so I think reframing that is really important. Um, a couple of other things as well uh, when talking about um, some of the relational aspects or treatments is that the couple can go to counseling for communication, uh, emotional support. They can see a sex therapist like us. Hey, um, love that. And they, in therapy, they would uh, hopefully receive bibliotherapy or psychotherapy, which would include reading literature and receiving education about cancer and its impacts on sexuality, especially if the cancer survivor or the couple um, are not getting this information from their healthcare provider, it's really important that they seek guidance and information, um, hopefully from a sex therapist if possible. Yeah, I think a lot is can be said about the fact that even just people who come into sex therapy have that question of, am I normal? And so that perspective is even more so skewed when you're dealing with cancer. Right. And I'm definitely, you know, don't feel like my normal self. And so providing them with the information of what they can expect because of cancer and its treatment can really be supportive and open the door for more discovery. Absolutely. Um, so we really want to, you know, that's it for us on this episode. We want to thank you all for listening in. I hope you gained some fantastic insight into the topic of cancer and its effects on sexuality. Um, I think I can, you know, say that most of us have in some way been touched by cancer, whether it's us or someone we know. Yeah, of course. Um, I know I've talked to you about this a little bit, but I actually have a close friend who was just diagnosed with um, cervical cancer. So I think this will be really helpful for her and her partner um, in dealing with all of the sexuality aspects that come along with it. Absolutely. Um, and just anyone who, you know, has a role to play in cancer treatment, True. diagnosis, um, from the medical providers to the doctors to partners, like you mentioned, Social workers. Uh, yeah. Everybody. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for listening. Um, Thanks, everybody. We do, we do have some resources on the page if you'd like to learn a little bit more uh, and go a little bit more in depth on the topic. Uh, so that's it for now. But remember, when it comes to sex, love, and life, things are never quite black and white. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Listening.